You're listening to the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. Your home for all things fan control. Up next, back to work with Leighton Batiste and Josh Makuga. Get your ear holes ready. It's time to get back to work. Yeah! We are back, Leighton. Are you ready? He's feeling I'm ready. ready. He's back to work on a Monday. I thought about something and I forgot to tell you behind the scenes that Talk I think is me. so cool. Hit Penn it. State football released their themed games this year and they did like the dope graphics. I didn't know y'all did a helmet stripe game. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. For fans <laughs> who don't know, it's like the section of fans that are directly on the 50 yard line are the blue stripe and the rest of the stadium is white, like the football yep. helmet. Yep. Right, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we, we create that. I was at the first whiteout, which I think is hands down the best night in in college football and any night game that we have if we want to white it out we white it out mm-hmm. the day game white out doesn't have the same thing just because it it is such a stark contrast when it's a night game uh but there's also there's a section right. of the stands that they have uh and it's I, I forget how you do it but depending on your ticket you get a shirt and they write out the s within in white within a blue section of stance so oh yeah i've seen that in the seats okay. it's an s uh, mm-hmm. and I will say last week, those, the, the football release, uh, videos, the schedule release videos from, from oh, NFL teams they were amazing. I mean, by far yeah. the best one was the Tennessee Titans. That was hysterical. Yes. Yes. Hysterical. We are the, what are they, the red stallions? We the red, red stallions. stallions. Yeah. 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 Wrong. The, the I best. The best. Not if you saw like, Falcons change their Twitter handle to the Red Stallions. Did too. they? Did they? <laughs> yeah, so that was like our whole thing all weekend. Like, yeah. Oh man. Um, That's right. Shout out to everybody in chat. I see BC Lion, Freddie Airmail, our girl Ruth is cutie. Uh, Jay Space. Oh, BC Lion going like a lot earlier. Yeah, I know. He's usually like second half Canadian shout out. You know. Yeah. It's a they. You know, Canadian time zones different from American time zones. They go by thirty minutes. So as you go across the country, it's like it's on an hour, it's 30 minutes. But it's also in metric time, which metric yeah. time is different than our time. You know that? Okay. Hmm. Learn something new every day. Nice. You know what else <laughs> well, I learned this week? I'm weekend? totally fucking with you. Oh, okay. Well, no, I was about to give you like a whole maple syrup spill. Like, I thought we were doing this Canadian thing. Like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> oh, man. All right. This is... If you know, I've I've only been to Canada a handful of times, but I do have a very good friend who's from Canada and the Edmonton Oilers last night, lost last night, and we'll get to that later in the show. Uh, (laughs) Freddie Emerald has a time exchange rate. Yes, he's right. He's right. It fluctuates. Yep. Uh, Shout out to everybody on a Monday. This is Back to Work. We're here every single Monday, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. I am currently in the East Coast time zone in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the greatest city on the planet. Uh, You know, it's... uh, City of Champions. Um, what else can I say about it? I mean, yesterday was gorgeous. Driving through the city, the fountain, right. rib, boats on the river. You guys don't even have a river in Atlanta. Mm, no, we don't. But we have a lake. You do have a lake. Have a lake, and it's yeah. green and it has ducks in it. It's in Piedmont Park. And yeah. you have that belt line, which is actually pretty cool. No, no, the belt line is so fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Chase Basley. Pittsburgh is still a city. Yeah, it's the city, Chase Basley. Still a city. Let me tell you something. Um, and uh, I had a wedding this past weekend that I officiated here in Pittsburgh with all my family. And I told Leighton before the show went live that uh, being 41 years old does not, it does not help the hangover on a Sunday. And then it gets worse on a Monday. Like I was more mm. tired today than I was yesterday. 
but uh, I'm coming back around. I'm coming back around. You know, especially when you have a two-year-old to chase around, it's a ton of fun. Uh, okay, Leighton, before we get into uh, our, our normal thing, you and your lovely girlfriend, Ray, who was on a mm -hmm. bunch of the shows in season 2.0 of Fan Control Football, we're talking about fan controlling reality TV. Jim, there's yes. no graphic for this one. This is just a Leighton conversation we had before the yeah. show went live, and I want to talk about it. Tell, tell me about how this all started. All right, of course, you know, being the inclusive sports fans we are, I wanted to figure out how do we get women into sports betting even more? And I asked my girlfriend and my close friend's girlfriend, yeah. would they bet or fan control, you know, their favorite shows? So those shows are like Love is Blind, Too Hot to Handle, mm -hmm. Circle, Sexy Bees, Bachelorette, Bachelor. Mm -hmm. I think Keep that's going. it. I, yeah. I think that's them all. But if you could fan control, would you? And as I'm listening to, I realized it's actually a great opportunity. Like if you could say, hey, Marissa, it, we vote she dates David next episode and yeah. she cuts off Jim. Sorry, Jim. She cuts <laughs> off Jim. <laughs> wow. Sorry, Jim. Oh, wow. Sorry, Jim. Sorry. <laughs> Jim gets cut off because he does this um, terrible Pittsburgh accent that she doesn't think is attractive. Fans could vote. <laughs> How dare you take a shot at the Pittsburgh accent, Leighton? I was going to see if he if he would come on the mic and do it because I've been uh, asking for it for a couple months now. Good uh, God! Yeah, that was the conversation. <laughs> Unbelievable. Go ahead, go ahead. But yeah, that was the conversation. Like, could you fan control these live or these dating shows and? How many people get into it? So that was the conversation. Yeah, I think. Uh, and Andrew Cook says, "Is Pittsburgh, is Pittsburgh the Wrexham of the U.S.?" Yes. Hmm. Yeah, it really is. Comparison. Yeah, really great comparison. Uh, it's a bigger city than Wrexham, obviously, but it has the same kind of die-hard fandom of people, mm -hmm. um, and uh, in, in a very, very charming way, if I can say it like that, right? Um, uh, and, uh, what OVO Go said, stop it, Yins. He's, he, he knows the word. He is, as you guys, you know what Yins is, right, Layton? I've told you about Yins. No, no, you okay. haven't. So um, Pitts, my Pittsburgh in, lately. in Philly, they would say use. In the South or Texas, they say y'all. In Pittsburgh, right. we say Yins. Co? Yins. So, Can you use it in a sentence, please? Yeah, like, uh, if, Instead of like, hey, are you guys all going downtown? We mm -hmm. would say, hey, Yin's going downtown. Oh, man, you're going to hang out down there. Go to Chauncey's. You go to Donzie's. You go to Station Square. Maybe go to North Shore before a Bucko game. Got to cross that Clemente Bridge, okay? It gets, traffic gets a little back up there on the Boulevard of the Allies. You got to be careful. If you want to make it to the stadium time, Yin's better hang out early. And don't be walking around telling everybody that you're better than me because Yin's ain't better than nobody, okay? And that's Pittsburgh. Wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm bummed out. I'm bummed out. This guy. So you, it's, wow. you, when you hear like the thick original guy, like mm -hmm. the, the person that doesn't know they have a Pittsburgh accent or really embraces the Pittsburgh accent, it is something to behold. Spot OVO Ghost said, spot on. Thank you, OVO Ghost. I appreciate that. Um, and, uh, and so, but, <laughs> Yins, see history and usage flow for is a second person plural pronoun used mainly in Western Pennsylvania English, mm -hmm. most prominently in Pittsburgh, but it is also found throughout the cultural region known as Appalachia, located within the geographical region of the Appalachians. Yeah, but so Pittsburghers, like real, like <coughs> dirty, not dirty, mm -hmm. but like 
Pittsburghers that that use yins that say it, those are yinzers. By the way, is there a restaurant called Pitts Burgers in Pittsburgh? I feel like there's a missed opportunity. I think so. Like we have hot land and wings here. Yeah, right. But do y'all have Pitts Burgers? No, no, no. Um, there's no. What what we do have is Permanti Brothers. That's our famous sandwich, and it's That's a place. Okay. sandwich with French fries and coleslaw and tomato on the sandwich, and it's I all in that. like a big piece of thick Italian bread. It's delicious. Amanda hates it. Um, but it's the best drunk food you'll ever have in your life. And it's open till four in the morning. So it's totally worth it. They have them all the stadiums, okay. they have them at the airport. Um, oh, which Jace basically says we need an episode of slang trivia. Each person comes up with a word and the other has to choose if it's an actual thing or not. Oh, dude, we have Pittsburghese. We have like a whole language of words and I can bring it to you. I can bring you a, a mug that my mom has with all the words and I'll see if you know what each word means. Pretty good. Hey, one of our slang words ended up on Jeopardy. So. Did it? Yeah. What word? Yeet. Yeet. Uh. It's a very <laughs> South Atlantic thing. Yeah, it ended up on Jeopardy. Um, What's yeet mean? Yeah. To throw. Or to take something. Oh, yeah. like yeet? Yeah. Yeet. But it's, or, it's a little bit more aggressive. It's like, like, yeet. Like, that's how you do it. You just, <laughs> yeah. Or, like, you throw some, like, if you're, instead of, like, saying Kobe, if you're throwing a football, oh. you just throw it Yeet, and you just throw it out. Yeah. Oh, then dude. there was Yaga. That was another word, but that was from a trend that meant like if you pull hair. So you, yeah, that was a whole thing. Layton, I Yaga to this day. You know to how this great day I Yaga. Yaga was, so yeah. Yaga was so popular that we included it in our first dance routine in the band in college. Huh. We Yaga in our dance routine. That's how popular it was. Wow. Okay. Okay. Hey, learn something new every day. Um, I just. <laughs> I do, I do like, oh, yoink is like yaga, yeet, yank. Wow. Yeah. Yeet, yank, yoink. Yeah, it's hmm. really the same thing. I, I really do love the idea of fan controlling uh, reality television and having our own version of a reality mm -hmm. show that we digitally stream and almost like Truman show all the time where right. fans get votes nonstop. Now, big, I don't know how Big Brother does it, but I know there's no like fan controlled nature of it. Right. Like there's no and I would I love I would love to do some version like our our fan controlled reality show. I mean, listen, we are fan controlled sports and entertainment. Right. You see that E at the end of the logo down there. I think fan controlling a reality show for like a month every three or four months is a fantastic business model. You rent a house. You have the live stream on the whole time. And each day the fans get to control what they do in like. All in a relatively yeah yeah you don't want this turn into like Sims correct yeah, yeah 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 but like votes open votes close uh, I think you, it becomes like this combination of a Big Brother The Bachelor Love Is Blind like you put them all together into one kind of show and it it is it is a lot hear me out hear go, me out go but what if we could do a fan controlled Sims we find a community of like yeah. apartments and homes or whatever ooh, 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 and ooh. folks can do like control this person buys this house this person starts this business like or a fan controlled real life monopoly like mm -mm. Mm -hmm. you have like a makeshift hollywood neighborhood yes and people, yeah that's see here's the, thing. Get into the hunger games that's the point i'm getting at but yeah well yeah duh. yeah basically we're the hunger games um yeah can they hoop or score tutties though yeah i mean really and truly what we're talking about is we take over a marriott atlanta with football players and fan control them on a field but 
Instead of that, we take over like a neighborhood of Ryan Holmes of people or some sort of, like you said, like a a, a town homes or something where people move Mm -hmm. in and then they have to make their way to win the game of Monopoly. Yes. And it's fan controlled. Yes. And big dice are rolled like every couple of hours, like down the street. And you're like, "Uh uh-oh. That would actually be be really funny. But then like the, you know, there's a little silver car. Somebody has to actually have that real car. Like the. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the shoe and the, you know, and the hat. Oh, yeah, everything. Everything but is. the person has to wear that shoe. Like, yes. There's only one of them, too. Ruthless so. Cutie really says it best is like FC Naked and Afraid. Um, the, mm-hmm. uh, that, that is a perfect kind of a thing is we, we, again, we take an aspect of every show. It's not thievery if we take the, just an aspect. So one guy in this show is naked. And the fans have to control. It's like, can we give him underwear or her underwear? Can right. we can we get him a shoes? Like, just get him something to wear. But like, right. we should not let the local police know about this because now they get arrested for public indecency. And it's like, right. did we bail them out? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. One shoe, Ruth is cutie said. I think there's there's a world where if we're if we're fan control <laughs> if we're fan controlling a reality show, and we just keep. Like the the possibilities are endless of what you add to this show, right? right. Really, yes. Like we're we are the ones that control the votes. There are no rules here. Right. Jessica's allergic to peanut butter. Do we feed it to her? Like, <laughs> just start pumping in peanut dust into the house. <laughs> I have to the- stop using real employees. <laughs> this is actually a very good idea, and it would kill on Twitch yeah. for a month. Just have yeah. cameras running all yeah. of the time. Mm-hmm. It's it'll eventually become the Hunger Games, I promise you. But yeah, yeah, and we'll I think that's the point, the, right? Yeah, we'll cross it'll, that bridge when we get there. It'll devolve, but it'll become a natural phenomenon. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we won. We got it. It only took us twenty minutes into the show. We're not even on our first topic, but let's uh, <laughs> let let's get to right. a sports that's topic. Right. Um. So. Uh, um. I don't. Is there is no. is it okay to call him Ja Moran? Yes, it's the perfect pun, right? I, is it a pun? Play I think yeah. that's a that's a pun. Yeah, I, mean, I think it falls under, but no, it works. It's definitely. Is there nobody in his life that are just like, hey, we're not asking you to stop breathing, we're not asking you to stop drinking water, we're mm-hmm. not trying to tell you to be a different person. We're right. just telling you to do one thing. It's real simple. Stop real flashing cool. guns in Instagram live videos. It's it's not even like flashing guns at public places. It's literally right. just an Instagram live videos that he keeps flashing yes. guns. Like I texted you, I think he's five levels of stupid. And I was actually really upset. Like I was so upset I was walking into a Whole Foods, a Whole Foods yelling about this exact topic. Like it's it's really stupid. And I was watching first take this morning, and I, the thing that I agree with is, like, he is emulating gang life, but most, yeah. like, gang members actually hate what he's doing because they know he's not really about it. So it's like, yo, stop. Like, yeah, like, Just, stop. Like, you're not about this. Like, you you do you get paid? What is he getting? Like, twenty million a year? Yes. Right now? No, forty. He's getting forty a year to bounce a ball and score. Score. You're gonna throw it away by waving like he's for- the Malibu's most wanted. Oh, he is B-Rad. He's B-Rad. He's B-Rad. Yeah. 
He is. He's rad. Uh, Freddie Airmel said it best. Like what we're saying, they're not even telling him to stop owning a gun. Just the Instagram part of it. You can yes. own all of the guns legally. <laughs> go carry. Yeah. Do or license carry. Whatever. Just stop doing Instagram live videos where you are playing with a gun. Exactly. Right. Like imagine I tell I tell if John Morant signed a five year hundred and ninety four million dollar contract, including guaranteed an annual average salary of thirty eight point eight million. He'll earn a base salary of thirty three point five while carrying cap. It's unbelievable. You know how much money that is to just not put a gun in an Instagram live video. That's a lot of guns he can buy. <laughs> no, it's really stupid. It's it's so stupid, and it's like I we already gave you a chance. You did the interview, did everything. You went to therapy, whatever it is. But like, no, I want to keep waving guns. I want to do hood red. Sorry, like I I want to do hood red shit. Like that's just what he wants to do. And it's I'm I'm so confused, Layton. This is yeah. (laughs) Like okay, John Daly, the golfer. Okay, Mm -hmm. here's a great quote by John Daly. He's like, did you stop drinking? No, I stopped drinking whiskey because I knew if I drank whiskey, things would get out of control. So now I just drink beer and Diet Coke because that's what I can control. Okay, Ja, take a page out of John Daly's book. You can do all the Instagram live videos you want. You can do all of the gun stuff that you want legally. Just don't mm-hmm. put them together. Exactly. Common sense. Just... You can't even play golf with guns. Like, you can't even really do anything with guns that is safe. No, not at all. Like, you can't even wing it around because you're going to hit something or it's going to go off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Freddie Airmel, so what's the Diet Coke of guns then? Uh, those little rubber band guns that you get at street fairs? How's that? Oh, I was uh, thinking the little guns you get at the store that have the orange cap on it. Yes. And it's just the sound of the clicking. Just yeah. Like, or like yeah. Nerf, the little Nerf pistols that we had at the... Thank you, Ruthless Cutie. Compromise. Nerf gun. Yeah. Nerf guns. I would love to see him in a Nerf commercial. Oh. Actually, I would really love him. I would love, like, his agent is actually felling him right now. Like, I yeah. would pay look. Come on. Show the kids that it's okay to have a Nerf gun, just not a real gun. And then he goes on Instagram Nerf. Live with a Nerf gun he painted all black to look like a real right. gun. It's like, you killed it again. Like, oh, God. Stop doing it. All right, Jim, what's next? <laughs> Back to work. All right. Um, okay. I, I'll be honest. I was mm-hmm. a little upset that uh, that uh, Golden State laid an egg in game six. I was upset. I, I was upset it. until I looked at the box score and I was laughing. It is. That box score was terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like Steph Curry, 30 points. Clay Thompson, seven. Seven. <laughs> The other Splash Brother wasn't even in the pool. Layton? He was out frolicking and just like, I love the ocean. But where? It's, nobody else is there. Is the water cold, Steph? Yes. <laughs> it is, I'll please. Stay I'll stay here. <laughs> Can I have a, a, another Mai Tai? Uh, excuse me, please. another Mai Tai? Why? Okay. And here's the thing. I love the I love the Lakers, but I also love the Warriors, which I know is, is a weird thing. I, I'm not... I'm not the kind of NBA fan that has had a tried and true team my whole life because I'm from Pittsburgh. We don't have an NBA team. 
people treat the Pittsburgh Panthers like an NBA team, which is great, right? Who great college that? program. The oh, Pitt, the Pitt, oh, Pitt. Okay. University of Pittsburgh. Yeah. Um, we treat them like our NBA team, which is awesome. I've been to many a Pitt game. The, the, the student section is incredible, right? Mm-hmm. But we are not like a basketball crazed town, right? We've always right. been a football town. So for me, my first love uh, in the NBA was Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Gotcha, right? gotcha. Mm-hmm. I like Magic Johnson a lot too when I was younger, but that Michael Jordan Bulls team like changed my whole life as far as NBA went. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Michael Jordan leaves the Bulls and it, I'm not really a Bulls fan. I wasn't like, I was just rooting for Michael Jordan. So yeah. I'm one of those lame dudes when you're like, who's your NBA team? It's like, I actually just really like to root for players, right? Like that is sort of me, I think. I hate, I hate saying that. No, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's funny though. Right. Um, so, uh, so for me, I, I like seeing LeBron James win. I do. Mm-hmm. I like I like seeing that at, at this age and he keeps silencing the doubters and, and this right, Lakers right. team at the beginning of the season was an absolute train wreck. Oh, terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I like to see them win, but I also love Steph Curry. He's like yes. my favorite, mm-hmm. right? And my mom is giving me a note. We have life-size cardboard cut out of Michael Jordan still in the attic. That's my mom. She just handed it. Oh, me. I need to see those. <laughs> no, no, I send I pictures. My brother was a big Michael Jordan it's fan. Still it's still there. And my brother was a is still a huge Michael Jordan fan. Yeah, my mom just said, "Don't ever say a bad word about the University of Pittsburgh or Dan Marino." Or so. Welcome to my family, Layton. Welcome to my family. Can I say something bad about the ACC? Yeah, of course. There's another Pit Panthers. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. not the big, like, not the Pit of old, right? No. No. Well, like, we think about the Pit of Big East. That's the Pit that we love. That's the question I was getting. Like, can I talk yes. about because yes. ACC yeah. Pit is a little okay. Correct. Correct. Um, but so uh, that's why this this series and like my little nephew loves the Warriors and my brother loves the mm-hmm. Warriors. So. Them losing in such spectacular fashion. Yeah. And, and I got to be, dude, have you noticed like the common theme across these elimination games this season is mm-hmm. the teams not showing up that are on the brink of elimination? Like just laying yes. eggs game after game after game. Yes. The Sixers. Yes. Yes. Just Thank you. And we can show, let's, Jim, move on. We can go to the next game. Leighton just mentioned the Sixers. Yeah. Trust the pro. Wait, I'm sorry. You you should never give the MVP of the NBA until the the playoffs and everything is over. Yes, yes. Until every, I actually agree with that. Until every player that is eligible for that title season is done. Yes. Don't hand out that award. I actually don't think the MVP should be a regular season award at all. I don't. Agreed. The playoffs is where it counts, and that's where you should step up the most and impact your team. Like the fact that we gave it to a guy that's not even in his conference finals right now yeah. is, is very unsettling. It's extremely unsettling. Agreed. A regular season MVP should be the guy on like the worst team in the NBA that is still showing up and scoring like 35 points in an effort to try and win a game. Right. Give me, give me that guy. Yeah. Regular season MVP, maybe put that for the teams that didn't make the playoffs. You can't. Yeah. I'll give you that one. I think it's I know it's it's a terrible idea. It's it's probably no no, no no actually I get it because if that was the case then 
Trey Young would have like two or three of those for the Hawks. Like, yes. without him, we don't survive the plan. You know, no. we don't. No. I was thinking the same thing. Like, SGA, like he definitely deserves it, right? Like, sure. The, um, Oklahoma City Thunder. But yeah, no MVP. I'm not giving that out until the playoff. Like every player who's eligible for that title until all of their seasons are done. Yeah. Then we can have MVP. Uh, Chase basically regular season MVP gets printed on the inside of the Wheaties box instead. <laughs> yes. Um, it, Chase basically said it best too. Like Tatum got that dog in him and the Lakers Celtics rematch propaganda machine is working hard. I love people that think the NBA is scripted and the NFL is scripted. I love, I love that argument. Oh yeah, They're better than flat earthers. Yes. Yeah, totally. Um, and Celtics Lakers rematch. Great. Great for the NBA. Great for those, both of those teams. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the if the Lakers get past the Nuggets. I think the Nuggets are a buzzsaw right now. And I I don't know if they win a championship, but te- like training a fan training a team mm-hmm. to have a winning culture is really, really hard. So yeah. right, like the yeah. Nuggets have never had a winning culture. I'm sorry, they they just because they've never won a championship. But with that comment, then do you keep Doc Rivers? Because it is hard. It is hard. It's really like I, hard. It would suck to see him get fired because we know it's on James Harden and Joel Embiid. Like yes. it's them. They just don't have championship mentality. Yeah. Right. Um, but no, go ahead. I just wanted to. I know. I and I put that in there. Is is it Doc? Is it Doc Rivers? Because what he only won the one when he had Kevin mm-hmm. Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce at max potential. Everybody's yeah. healthy. Since then, he has had super teams and really not done anything with them. Yeah, Kendrick Perkins was talking about, because they gave the stats of how many game sevens Doc Rivers has lost. Yeah. And he was like, you got to look at the position that those teams are in when they lost, which he only talked about the Celtics. I don't know if he made any game sevens with the Clippers, but one of them, they lost to Kobe. The other one, they lost to Dwight Howard and the Magic. So it, it sounded like excuses, but at the same time, like, you kind of get it, but but lo- but losing the game sevens and and then blaming it on the person you lost to is the most insane argument I've ever heard. Right? It's like the I know point. I always bring it back to golf, but it's like oh well I played against Tiger Woods so I wasn't gonna win. So you tell yourself going in you can't beat Tiger Woods. Of course you're not going to beat Tiger Woods. That's how he already beat you. Mm. That Mamba mentality kind of a thing, but like yeah. I, you, I'm not gonna, I'm yeah. not gonna accept that as an argument. I'm not gonna accept. I'm sorry. It's like <laughs> Dwight no, Howard. No. Kobe's yeah. one argument. Kobe's one argument. Dwight Howard. Yeah, that's the Charles Barkley excuse. I played against Michael Jordan. Yeah. So okay, yeah. Charles. Okay. All right, Dan. Because guess what? Like. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant goes to Phoenix. Now, now he's just a, the traveling Wilbury, right? He goes from he wins the the championships in Golden State, and then he didn't want to be mm-hmm. he didn't want to be part of the Golden State Warriors. He wanted wanted to be Kevin Durant's Golden State Warriors. Well, it was never going to be because Steph it's Steph Curry's team. Steph Curry, yeah, right. So right. he wins his titles, and then he goes elsewhere. So what is that legacy? What is that? He's a nomad. Yeah, but yeah, I, I think I we were talking about this as well as like I think that's why I actually wanted Steph to win this series 
because I actually like seeing a player just dog it out with a franchise for a long time, accumulate those championships. It's like I can equate this jersey to this player, this franchise to this player, right? Whatever. Yeah. But we are now in a generation where really actually I'll just blame OKC. Because if you look at it, KD, Russ, and um James Harden, that trio, ever since they blew that up, they've just been NBA nomads. Yep. It's really all it's been. Yep. I can't even bring I can't even bring the whole LeBron thing into this. Like I understand why LeBron left Cleveland to go to Miami. Yep. But those three, they've literally just kind of been on a search for a ring and KD's just been the luckiest. Okay, team. they were when the, it, it's like the Beatles situation, right? George Harrison had a good single. Paul McCartney mm-hmm. was clearly the star. Unfortunately, like John Lennon died early, and Ringo Starr was just a drummer. But when the great band splits up because they want to go solo, and none of them succeed, and then they come back, like when Blink One Eighty Two came back, and they're like, "Oh my God, they're back together!" And they're like, "Oh, did you ever? Were you ever into Angels and Airwaves?" And you're like, "No, that's not Blink One Eighty Two. I want my Blink-182 together, right? Like yeah. Wu-Tang, sure. But, um, uh, Method Man's album, awesome. Uh, mm-hmm. Ghostface Killer album, great. The RZA had a good one. Mm-hmm. But when they were all together, when they were all the clan, that's what I wanted. That's when the people filled yeah. the seats. Cool. They were yeah. only selling arenas when they were the Wu-Tang clan. No, you just made me think we'll never get Migos again. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, but I get it. No, I get it. Like, you know, right. even before the tragedy, it was like Quavo. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, but, I get it. Yeah. So I want to do a documentary on that now. Like, that's really interesting that that trio, their paths, I think, describes what was the problem of that team. Like James Harden, whether he was in Houston or now in Philly, in both situations where he's had a chance to win championships, he's disappeared. Mm-hmm. The same way he disappeared in, OK, in OKC. Yeah. Russ, his issue is he's just not good at controlling himself on the court, but he doesn't make good decisions. He's not a leader. He's not a leader at all. So he wasn't a leader in OKC. He hasn't been a leader in any other franchise he's going to play for. And with KD, he just can't get it done without a supporting cast. Yes. And so he's just been hopping from superstar to superstar. You know, he had Steph Curry lucked up there, but then boom, runs into the Kyrie situation. Now he's with an old Chris Paul and unfortunately, has a non-existent DeAndre Ayton on his team too. Like everything that was wrong with them and KC is just following their careers. Just KD was the luckiest. Yes, that sucks. Oh, and, well, but here, okay. So when you when you talk about a legacy of those dudes, the yeah. legacy is self over team. Yes, right. They 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 wanted. There was there was there. There was never a point where they were like, hey, if we, if we stick together for like four more years mm-hmm. and we bring in one piece, maybe two and a sixth man and get some good draft picks in there at OKC. Now we're talking about like a mini dynasty in Oklahoma City when yes. they were all there together. Yeah, yeah. But because they were all divas and thought they were better than each one respectively. Mm-hmm. And yes, they wanted to get that bag. They wanted that paycheck, right? They wanted that ring. Instead of fighting through it together and gotten together and been like, hey, this is special. Like, rarely organically does this happen on the same team. Right. It's like, hey, had Scottie Pippen had a better agent, Michael Jordan may not have those six titles. Yeah, of course. Of no course. talks about that. Because he didn't start winning until he got Pippen. Right. And, That's true. And if you – I mean, like, listen, the 72 in Bulls, Dennis Rodman, that was, the, like, the best season of his life. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that was the only year they were going to get Dennis Rodman. And then he, he went off the deep end. But Jordan Pippen together, surrounded mm-hmm. by a group of like decent players. And people may yell like Steve Kerr, John Paxton, Bill Weddington, Horace Grant, Tony Kukoc. Like these are guys that were journeymen their whole life. Mm-hmm. OKC had three megastars. They had Jordan, Jordan, and Pippen. And they didn't. And no, now those guys have bounced all over the place, and they are after Rands. I'm sorry, they're yeah. after. They're just. No, they are. They are. Instead yeah. of the question of like, oh, will they? Will they ever do it? It's like, will they ever? Well, not only will they ever do it, but will they ever like hold it again? They're they're now old. Yeah, they are. OKC was what 2015. Mm-hmm. That's nine years ago, man. No, I think that was it. I think this season was it. I <clears throat> I don't think James will ever. I don't think James and Russ will ever win the title. I just yeah. Don't. Again, KD just seems like he's the luckiest. He's just got to get over that. I've yeah. always been number two. You know thing. Uh, Obio goes. Yeah. Obio said KD is making his Hall of Fame argument hard. He's definitely ten. Top 10, 15 all time, but is he the guy? You think KD is top 10, top 15 all time? No, I do not. Maybe top 10 of the last 10 years or last 15. Maybe top 10, top 15 of the 21st century. I might have to agree with Obi-Wan I don't think you understand. Like, separate, ah, yeah. Slim Reaper is real. Slim Reaper's real. You you think that Kevin Durant is top 15, top, okay, top 10 NBA player all time. You think Kevin Durant? I'll give you in the top 35, no. maybe even top 50 in there. How many MVPs? What, one or two? One. He just has the one. Remember where he did that speech? One with his MVP, mom? one title with the Warriors or two? Two. Two. With the greatest shooter of all time, and Clay Thompson was he- when he was healthy, and Andre Iguodala, and Draymond Gr- I mean, he just inserted himself to a team that didn't need him. Katie in his prime was unstoppable and an elite defender. He was an elite defender. Yeah. Hey, listen, it's an argument. I just don't know if he's top 15 all time. I don't think that Kevin DeBrant. Maybe on next, how about this? Maybe, and fans hold me accountable. I'll try to come with an argument for next week's episode is, of Is KD. Yeah, let's, let's bring it back. Ovio Ghost, you have started a, a brawl here. Yeah. Um, BC Line, any words about the uh, XFL championship game? Thoughts? Arlington Renegades were like their version of the Zappers. They went four and six in the regular season yeah, and won like the title. Yeah. Um, I was really shocked that the shirt the Rock had on. Like, it, it was really tight. That was a really tight shirt. <laughs> Your shirt. He, he basically paints his clothes on. Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, I wasn't impressed by the trophy. The trophy looked like one of those cakes that oh. has the, like a the a outside layer. No, it was like it was weird. It, it just didn't impress me. That oh, and the MVP trophy really pissed me off. It's just the X from the X. Oh. I'm gonna um, look up a Google image. Jim, can you bring up an image of the XFL championship trophy? Um, Jim hasn't fallen asleep yet. <laughs> I'm kidding, Jim. I'm messing. I'm messing with you, James. DC um, defenders they, they fumbled. No, actually, the championship game was a complete like FCF championship. The DC defenders are like they're board eight. They were the top yeah. team all season. Sure. And then yeah, they ran into Arlington. That that was really it. Some competitive stuff. 
Um, Freddie Airmail, it's an X with a whisk on top. Like, like a whisk. No, yes, it is. No, it is. Have you seen? I haven't seen. I'm, I'm waiting for I mean, Jim pulls it up. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, yes. That's uh, that's something. Yeah. It does look like I'm. Um, but now take that piece, right? And yeah. put it on top of this even bigger, like, cylinder under it that was just black and had XFL. It looked like one of those cakes that you see on Food Channel where they put uh, the layer over it. Yeah. Like matted color. The fondant. Yeah. 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 Football like whisk. <laughs> yeah. A football like whisk. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. XFL cupcakes. Yeah. Got it. Uh, James B92111, you guys ever going to play a game again? God, I hope so. Because I will be honest. Uh, no, we are. Uh, we yeah. uh, announcements are coming soon. Um, you know, uh, all things being equal, our app has been a work in progress for a long time, and we're working hard on it. There's a yeah. lot of things going on behind the scenes as to, and and I'm sure as you guys know, it is not easy to put on a football season. It's very hard, and the XFL and the USFL going at the same time as us uh, took a lot of our talent, um, and we are actively searching far and wide uh, not searching far and wide but we are actively really when you guys see what hoops is going to be like it's 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 bomb it's it's yeah. going to the doors off the place so uh i think it's less like a whisk and more like one of those uh, industrial cookie mixers i'll give you that one too okay thank you i'll give you that one too appreciate yeah. that all right jim this is gonna be we go this is your pga championship preview Big, the second major of the year, Leighton. This segment will not go long, I promise, because Leighton does. Here's okay. <laughs> Jim Leighton puts up, but here's the thing I think Leighton, he wants to get good at golf again. He, again, being like he's never been good, but Leighton wants to get good at golf. I have this feeling that if we put Leighton into like a serious golf training program, that we could actually get him to be good because you have athletic skill. You just need somebody to teach you the fundamentals of the golf swing. And when you finally figure it out, when it clicks and you flush that seven iron for the first time, your life is going to be forever changed. Okay. Forever changed. But that you is a coach. You, you, you do look like the kid in Little Giants. You do. <laughs> Got it, coach. Um, okay. Jason Day won this past weekend for the first time. In five years, he at one point in 2015 was the number one player in the world. Like he, he was the next world beater. He got a serious back injury, started getting vertigo, which is something that you can't like it's you can't cure vertigo. It just comes on. Uh, his mom yeah. died. He thought about quitting golf. He couldn't get healthy again. Full comeback. His wife is pregnant with their fifth kid. He wins this past weekend in Texas, trending straight upwards. Back-to-back -back wins on the PGA Tour is really, really tough, especially when you mm -hmm. go from a, a, a regular tournament into a major. But I think a Jason Day top 10, top 15 is a serious possibility. His only major that he's ever won is a PGA Championship, and he loves this course. Most golfers live in Florida or Arizona, Texas, maybe Las Vegas, right? Tax shelters with warm, wet, with warm weather. Right. Jason Day lives in Columbus, Ohio. He just chose it. And he's Australian. Why an Australian moves to Columbus, Ohio? I don't know. Oh. But he's got, you should see, if you think a man cave is something, he built an entire like practice center and a driving range. J look up, Jason Day built his own like golf complex just for himself. It's unreal. Anyway, 
PGA Championship this weekend. Smart money right now obviously would be on a guy like Scotty Scheffler, your number one player in the world. A John Rahm looking to, as some golf pundits have said, John Rahm could win a... Yeah, it's sick. Look up, just look up Jason Day Golf Complex at his house. This is his house. He owns it. It's incredible. He's got a putting green that you program to like put breaks into and just moves. It's a digital putting green. Can't unsee it. He lives in Antarctica. Um... The uh, yeah, smart money, Scotty Scheffler. I don't think I don't think Rory has it right now. Uh, I, I would not put my money on Rory McIlroy, but I do like some like some deep cuts with guys that have like this season has been awesome for them. I'm not ready to put any money on a Max Homa or a Colin Morikawa yet. I think they're saving it for Los for Los Angeles at LACC for the U.S. Open in another month. But um, you know your your top players in the world are are playing well every week, and it's what the PGA Tour wants. Guys like Xander Shoffley, Patrick Cantlay, who have never won a major. This could be their major. You're going up to Rochester, New York. Everybody was afraid it was going to be cold. It's going to be warm. It's not going to be too hot. Not going to be too cold. Warm weather weekend. Nobody's scared. You're, look at your top players. Don't go crazy on some flyer. If you're gambling on this, anybody over plus 1,800, probably not going to win. That's my thought. There you go. Okay. Jason got money. Boom. No, he All right. this isn't ridiculous. <laughs> Sick, right? Leighton, I had one hockey team that I was cheering for because my Penguins didn't make the playoffs. And that was the Edmonton Oilers, who have the best player in hockey, and it's not close. Mm. It's not close. Mm-hmm. And they lost last night to those, those pesky Vegas Golden Knights. And if yes. you're telling me that the Western Conference Championship could be the Vegas Golden Knights and the Seattle Kraken, two teams that have been around a combined eight years. Yeah. The yeah. hockey purists like Toronto, Edmonton, New, New York, York, Chicago. They're pissed. Livid. They take the players in the expansion draft. They build these like super teams. They get these awesome mm-hmm fan bases and now they're better they're just better it is it like if i'm a toronto maple leaf fan i don't know how i wake up in the morning during stuff like this expansion yeah, teams the, going to conference the, finals you are the cleveland browns of the nhl oh oh uh, can you imagine and here's the thing Connor mcdavid is legitimately better than everybody like it's it's not even close at this point right and they just can't do it hockey is the most team sport of team sports i think in mm. in major professional sport right yeah that's a good argument look i mean you still need five guys in a basketball court but if you know lebron and anthony davis are carrying that entire team steph and right. if his right. other teammates can do it right because mm. hockey players are not on the ice they're not even on the ice a majority of a time. Connor McDavid mm-hmm. is only on the ice for like 20 total minutes a game out of the 60, 23, maybe 24 max. That's not even half of the game. Mm. So those other 14, 16 guys that are filling up those second, third, even fourth lines for the Oilers. That is why the general managers of hockey teams have a crazy tough job. And it is hard to build a hockey dynasty around one player anymore it really really is yeah hmm. um and like you kind of got to feel go ahead 
I like it because I've been having this theory for the last couple of years that the NHL really needs to expand in the South. Because I think this is the – isn't this like the fourth or fifth year in a row the Stanley Cup is probably going to stay in the South, like at a Southern well, franchise? Dallas has a chance, right? Yeah, uh, Tampa just won two in the last three years. Yeah, Florida is out. No, Florida's out, right? Yeah, Florida's out. Is Carolina still in it? Carolina. There Isn't you go. Carolina still in yeah, it? Yeah, Carolina beat Jersey. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, it's it, 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 I, the the problem is is that they keep expanding. They they want to expand in the South. Atlanta, I'm sorry that that franchise obviously failed. The one in in uh, Phoenix is failing. <laughs> Freddie Amaral says there's an incentive to make new teams competitive right away, coming uh, at a cost to the rest of the league. But is building the league worth that cost? I would say that like look at look at how baseball did it. Right with expansion franchises and how poorly that went. Florida Marlins, they like build a franchise, but they never built a fran- fan base. They like bought a team, got rid of them. Bought a team, got yeah. rid of them. Football, I mean, really haven't expanded since who? The Houston Texans. Yeah, that was the last franchise. That was the last franchise, right? And, and that was really them. Just if you really think about outside of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The last two expansion teams were just them bringing teams to old NFL markets anyway. Right. Baltimore Ravens and the yeah, um, Houston yeah, Texans. yeah, yeah, Houston Texans. Yeah, Freddie Amell, Florida, Carolina, Dallas, Vegas, Seattle. Yeah, I, I mean, do we call Vegas the South? I mean, it's warm weather, and there's a lot of people. There are a lot of people that you meet in like eastern parts of California, places like Fresno. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, parts of even Orange County, even up to like northern parts of California that are closer to Nevada, that are all Vegas Knights fans. They love the Golden Knights. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, and Carolina is diehard about their hurricanes. You have to, I think for a hockey team to succeed in a warm weather town, I think mm-hmm. you have to go to a town that doesn't have another like two or three professional franchises. Right. So, like, I think a team, I think a city that could really do well with a hockey team is New Orleans. You don't think so? No. Okay. All right. They're not even doing well with the NBA team. What about a town? What about a city like an Oklahoma City with a hockey team? Or I think they would like it. Yeah. They okay. would like it. Okay. I mean, keep in mind, though, another city in the South we're not talking about that actually has a really good fan base is Nashville. They just yeah. kept losing the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah. what, what also makes it interesting is College Hockey South, which is like the SEC of hockey down yeah. here, Yeah, they're growing. They actually used to be known as the SEC Hockey League. So I think that's what's going to eventually – because I've always thought Birmingham is a city that yeah. will probably embrace hockey because they don't you, – you will never be able – to start an NFL team in Alabama. You'll never get those fans to like anybody over Alabama and the rest of them over Auburn. So you might as well go for a sport like hockey. Yeah, and then people – one thing folks don't understand is the Braves are really the team of the South. The Braves are? In Alabama – yeah, the Braves are. So in Alabama, parts of North Florida, the Carolinas, and even into Kentucky, parts of Tennessee, they love the Braves. So I don't think you could even start – a major league baseball team in the state of Alabama. So there's a team, the Hawks are too close. So you can't bring the NBA there. So there's a sport I think could start a pro franchise and succeed in Bama. It's Birmingham. Birmingham. Yeah. I like, I love a good, I mean, I was thinking 
one of those Southern states that doesn't even have a professional franchise. You're not going to get that in Mississippi. I don't, no, I just don't, I don't, I don't, no. I don't think there's enough population density in Mississippi to like density as far as like, or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, they're, <laughs> they're low in both, but whatever. <laughs> Actually, what's funny is um, this picture went viral because it was this dude compared LSU's football locker room to their library, which is two different pipelines of funding. Yes. But one of the, this former LSU player has a ESPN radio station thingy okay. in New Orleans, and he made a comment about Louisiana. He said, "We are first in everything you want to be last in, and last in everything you want to be first in as a state." <laughs> I was like, that's the best way to describe this. <laughs> that's <laughs> tough. That's a tough slide. <laughs> okay. Finally, Leighton, uh, we'll end on something fun. Um, this weekend, I, I was I officiated a wedding, and I noticed something that I didn't know happened this often is that women lose their shoes at weddings often, apparently. Yes. I saw a woman lose her shoe at a graduation yesterday. <laughs> Like she literally walked down the aisle. Actually, this graduation was in our arena from season one. Oh yeah, at the Excel yeah, was, Center. Was, yeah, we, yeah. Gas okay. South Arena. But yeah, yeah. Oh, Andrew Cook says. So, Josh, are you going to be covering Major League Cricket when it comes on this summer? Yes, mm-hmm. I would love. I, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm into cricket. Actually, it is a Atlanta fun sport to watch. Team. Atlanta has a team. We were supposed to. They built these like cricket fields out here. It's really interesting. Where'd they put them? Somewhere that they consider Atlanta. That's not really Atlanta. Forsyth County. Yeah. Which is where they're planning on building the new hockey arena up there. Is it Forsyth County? How far is that from downtown Atlanta? Like mid, what about from like Buckhead? In downtown Atlanta. So let's see. Oh gosh. It's an hour and a half drive. No. Yeah. How are you going to get people out there? There's a lot of people out there. Ovio Ghost, an hour. That, wow. Okay. Uh, I mean, when they built the San Francisco 49er Stadium in Santa Clara, I, I mean, that's a solid 45 minutes, depending on traffic, to an hour from San Francisco, and you still get a ton of people. And Ovio Ghost says they won't get people to Forsyth County for for a Nashville or for an Atlanta hockey game. Okay. Yeah, okay. you not want But listen, I love a good wedding. Okay. Mm hmm. I'm going to say this right now. I didn't know that that women lost their shoes this often. It happened to my cousin. It happened to my aunt. There was a basket full of like flip-flops for women to put on to dance with at the wedding, which I thought was like kind of a cool touch, right? But for me, like losing a pair of shoes, I, I, don't, I don't recover from that. What, ha- what happens to my feet the rest of the night? Like I can't take off my shoes. My feet are burning at the end of a wedding because I'm dancing the hell out of the place. I mean, mm-hmm. I've I've lost a flip flop at a bar one time because it just got stuck were, to the floor, and I was drunk. But you wore flip flops, so never mind. Keep going. The East Coast in 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 the Northeast, right on the Jersey Shore, the nicer part of the Jersey Shore. The look in the late '90s, early 2000s, the mid 2000s was jeans, flip flops, and T-shirts. That's the look. Rainbow sandals, pair of jeans, T-shirt. When you go out to the bars at night, that's the look. And when I first, and Freddie Amos said, Joss Mashuga, um, when I first started dating Amanda, I wore jeans and flip-flops out one time. Uh, not like on a date, but we were first dating 
and I wore jeans and flip-flops over to her place and she's like, this is unacceptable. You can't, we're not doing mm-hmm. jeans and flip-flops. Anymore. Yes, so it took me a few years to like, you know, really change my mind on things. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how we went from really baggy jeans to then skinny jeans to back to baggy-ish jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure where the jeans uh, situation is right now. Uh, I, I know I'm not cool enough to know. So, um, but, but losing, losing your shoes, you like, it's really, I, I, man. And, and I'm going to say this too, Layton, when you get married, don't get a band, don't get a band, Dang get, a, Just get a DJ, get a DJ. Okay. Cause guess what? The band has a limited playlist that they can do and they are set in their ways. This band leader from this wedding this weekend, he would not be swayed in any way, shape or form. He would not be swayed. He's like, we planned on these songs. This is what we're doing. So no matter how many times me and my cousin yelled Taylor Swift style, they weren't going to play that song. It might be time to have AI bands, like robot bands. Listen, I'm against AI in some places, but I might be with AI robots. Only for wedding bands. bands. Wedding bands. Yeah. Yeah. See, now that's an idea. Maybe that's a small business we should start. Yeah. And that, that becomes a major business. And they they move like the little machines at Chuck E. Cheese. Just... Yes. <laughs> don't stop believing. Yeah, they didn't even play "Don't Stop Believing." They played "No Journey" to this oh. point where my dad was like, "They didn't even play Journey." And I was like, "I know this is some total BS." Obio Ghost says it on. He I kind of want to experience a Makuga party at this point. Like I. Oh yeah. I feel like it's a movie. It is. Uh, it's a ton of fun. I feel like. I can get you into a wedding sometime soon. I don't know. We got to figure that out. My one cousin who lives in Atlanta getting married in Pittsburgh. So that would have been an easy I'm invite. To... Is it in football season now? Uh, yeah, it's right before. Well, no, I think it's the it's Labor Day weekend. So it's the week before week one of the NFL ah, season. Okay. Yeah. And I tried to convince Amanda to stay like an extra week so we can go to the Steeler game. But she's, yeah. uh, she's yeah. not in it. Yeah. Ruth is cutie. So like a playlist? Yeah. And, and the DJ can like variation off a playlist. The band doesn't have that ability. No, they don't. We went to my buddy's wedding in Pittsburgh a few years ago, and the, all the guys in the band were really overweight. They took a break after every two songs. They're like, we'll be back after this. Take a quick break. <laughs> they all like sat down and they got back up. I agree. I agree. Bless, I bless me. See, yeah. Ask Brian Clark. It's he's right. He's one hundred percent right. Yeah. Or or you get married on an away game weekend. So I go for that. I go for that. Uh, an away game in the early part of the season. Correct. Yeah, like correct. you need every win at this point. Yes. Yeah. But you know what is an amazing thing, and I thought my cousin was going to do it, but he didn't. You can have your wedding reception at the cl- on the club section of Heinz Field. Really? Yeah. It's really nice, actually. Bar, dancing, all of it. And then the backdrop is, and you can walk out to the, they have it sectioned off, but you can walk out to look at the field and then walk yeah. back in. Yeah, it's sick. Yeah. No, it's such a, they like lost. <laughs> Andrew Cook says the best, fan-controlled wedding playlist. Yeah, put a live stream up. Yeah, Fans control whatever. We were talking about on the fan-controlled show last week. <sighs> all right. Lincoln, nice. How are you feeling? Good? Feeling pretty good. I think I'm going to go to the park. Yeah. Yeah, look at you enjoying the summer. I'll be honest, I, I miss being in Atlanta this time of year. That was a lot of fun last season. I can't wait to get back. Uh, I can't wait till seasons ramp back up, and I can't wait to have all the fans back. Of course, uh, 
fan controlling things, but let's really, I think we should really start putting together our reality show pitch of how, just how deep we go into a fan controlled reality world. Yeah. I just want to buy a community and just have people become a bank teller and they have to do this and <laughs> you control how one person's decisions and you know, it affects that entire community of people. I think it's a great idea. Dude, you know what would be a great community to actually set this fan controlled uh, thing in is colonial, no, colonial Williamsburg. So you have to fan control like an old colonial town? Is it like... Have you ever been there? No. It's creepy. It's so... Everybody thinks that they're like, they do not break character. Oh, so it's like a... uh, What's that show? It's like a WandaVision type show. Yes. Yes. Yep. 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 Why not say fan-controlled witch hunts? Yes. That's it. (laughs) She's a witch? Yes. That's that's why. I just want to vote. She's a witch. She's a witch. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's the kind of stuff we can add in there. Yeah, she's a witch. It's not even a mur- it's like it's love mixed with survivor, mixed with a murder mystery, mixed with you know, maybe they make one guy blind the whole time. Like they blindfold him so he doesn't know what anybody looks like. Like love is blind. They're like, hey, this guy's blind. <laughs> all right, that's all I got. Thanks for watching. We're here every single Monday. Josh McCuga, Leighton Batiste, fan controlled lay on Twitter or on Instagram at Josh McCuga on Instagram, Twitter across the board at fan controlled sports. At fan controlled everywhere you look, Twitter or uh, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you name it, we're there. Uh, yep. We're here every single Monday. Thanks for being here, Leighton. Tell the people before we leave, like, you know, what your advice for the week would be for them. Just give them some, you know, good Leighton like advice. Hey, look, if you if you place bets this week, just don't bet on Al Horford. I learned the hard way. That's my advice for you this week. Boom. All right, let's get back to work. This has been a presentation of the Fan Controlled Sports and Entertainment Podcast Network. If you enjoyed the show, leave a review, subscribe to this network, follow us across all our social media channels, and tell everyone you know that the future of sports is here, and it's fan-controlled. L.F.G.